Good morning to everybody that's on the phone line and on BBS. As you, as you all know who are regulars, this is a conference call, which is uh, both the call is broadcast on BBS radio. And so there are people live on the call that can talk. And, and then there's people on BBS radio that we can't hear if they talk unless they call in to BBS, which is possible. And um, this is like an adjunct of our whole planet healing call. And we have been talking to sources extensively that are on the other side of the veil, that are in higher dimensions, that have answered our questions about this period that our planet is going through, which is called the dimensional shift. And would any of you who just came on like to say your name in your city? Terry in Nevada. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hello. Hi, Terry. Hi. And who else? Somebody else was on. Would you like to Jeannie? Too? Uh, Jeannie. Jeannie. Hi. Hi, Jeannie. Hi. Hi. Good morning. As you can tell, if you're listening on BBS, the people that are coming in uh, that I'm saying hello to are people who are regulars on the conference call, and they've all gotten to know each other, and it's become a community. And the goal of our calls and the work we're doing has to do with making the best outcomes for planet Earth. That we are going through this period of intense shift and and, and there's many possibilities of the way things can go and humans can make a difference. We have found, and those who are regular as are on the call that know this, that we make a difference by our intentions on the calls. Would you like to say your name in your city? Hi, this is Deb in New Jersey. Hi, Deb. You're not feeling anxious today, are you? No. Hello, Deb. Hi, John. Hi, Deb. Thanks for the healing yesterday. Did it help? I don't know. I think healing takes time. Yeah, it can. Sometimes a day or two or more, so you never know. Right. Well... John actually is has been getting pretty good at doing healings, so we'll hope for the best. Thank you. And, you know, a lot of times healings come about because we are running things in our consciousness that don't allow us to be centered 
and to connect with our highest aspect of ourselves. And if somebody is good at projecting energy in your direction, they can help you get more centered and receive that energy, which then brings you into a better state of balance. And so we've gotten so many emails from people that come to our calls that have experienced that. Now, I hear a little echo. You hear, John, you hear an echo on my voice? No. 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 Okay, I'm not no, going to worry about it then. I'm not going to worry about it. I thought I, I hear one, but I don't. Let it go. Echo, 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 echo. <laughs> Is that Lauren? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Echo. 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 <laughs> and I have to, I have to say, we have the most amazing people that are coming into our conference calls live. And I never imagine. I'm not recording this yet. It should be, shouldn't I? Hang on a second here. Would you like to say your name and your city? Hi, Wynn Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hey. Oh, hi, hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, family. I'm remembering what we're supposed to do, Cecil. <laughs> Is Jackie here? Hello, Jackie. All right. The recording has started. So this is February 4th, 2024. And this is our Sunday morning with the Elohim conference call. It's a it's a call that takes place both on a phone line conference call and is broadcast on the internet over BBS radio. And uh a lot of amazing things happen on these calls. It all started because Twenty years ago, I started communicating. Hey, Paul's with greetings from Sedona. Sounds Hi, like Raiden. Yep. Hi, Raiden. I started. Market. 
someday I'm going to get there myself, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but as I was saying, some 20 years ago, this amazing experience occurred for me where I had two consecutive personal relationships that a voice come through them and start a communication with me that identified itself as the Council of Elohim. And as we got deeper into our conversations, we started having miracles happen. And they explained to me that they were the original source that was responsible for the beginning of the creation of the universe, which was not easy to believe. But we had numerous conversations about it and, and lots of miracles, and I started to get comfortable with it. And would you like to say your name in your city? Come on, don't be bashful. I need me. <laughs> Do I hear CJ on the line? That's right. Yes, it's me. <laughs> oh, hi, CJ. Hi, hi, everyone. Nice <laughs> morning, CJ. It's a good thing she sounds like a Brit, or I wouldn't know it's her. <laughs> <laughs> One word, and she gives it away. Okay? <laughs> Sounds like giggles. <laughs> yeah, Hi, Roger. Hey, they they were you, and I, I see you. Now, while we still have Cecil Hi. on the line... We are going to do this one little ritual we do on our Sunday calls, which we call calling in the light. And it's create, it creates an invocation that helps connect the realms we're talking, communicating with. And Cecil, who has a wonderful energy at doing this, is going to do it. And I'm going to introduce him. And this is February 4th, 2024, when in Sedona, Arizona, Cecil in Some some area in Washington State. Near Seattle. Near Seattle. And everybody everywhere. And many people can feel the energy come in when we do this. And as you all know, 
Terry was responsible for the, for the majority of communications we've done left her body August of last year and and we found out she was still coming to all of our calls and she's on the line right now paying attention to us from the other side and we'll be hearing from her shortly and I'm going to turn it over to Cecil who is going to bring in, acknowledge the light that's present on this call. Thank you, Wynn. One infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and fill everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and anchored into the Earth. We invite our higher density friends who are service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. And we hope create a loving group energy connection for the highest and greatest good for all, honoring free will. And back to you, Wim. Thank you, Cecil. And I want to say that one of the things we've learned in doing this work is that the universe is malleable or can shift and that we can cause it to shift by the things that we do on this call. And we've had many miracles and our intent you know, as I've learned how this works and 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 the fact that it does work, I've learned that we would like to create circumstances that create the best possible outcomes for planet Earth and its inhabitants while it's going through a dimensional shift. And you here are part of the creation of that with your intentions. And thank you for being here. I am absolutely sure that you make a difference because you're here. And it's like it's a group intention. And then our group intentions are being supported by the Elohim, by the Ra group, 
by the angelic realm and by Mother Earth. And it makes for better outcomes in this period of shift that we're in. And so I acknowledge all of you for showing up and being here and helping to hold these energies. And believe me, I was skeptical. And the more I watched our work, the more convinced I became, as did many of you, because we watched impossible things happen as we were doing these calls. And and they continue to happen. And so um, on that note, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, thank you on behalf of of humanity, all right? Because we're not the only benefactors of positive things happening. We're so glad you're here. Yeah, well, I'm just a good organizer. What can I say? You are. And I think I'll start off and I'll bring in Terry, Terry and friends, through um, Terry Marie in Boulder City, who was one of the first people to talk to Terry after she died. And we know she still exists. She's proven it over and over again. And in fact, everyone exists after they die. So it's kind of a good thing to know that. It takes a lot of fear out of being here and the fear of dying to know that you don't die and that you continue. And Terry Marie, are you there? I'm here. And are you okay with having a a little talk with Terry Brown? Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, let's call in Terry. Terry, hello, 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 hello. Hello, everyone. I'm so delighted to be here with you. And we're delighted to be here with you. And you're helping us all truly believe that life goes on after death, or that death is an illusion. And when you drop your body, you still exist in as a soul, a soul energy. You can still collaborate with other people. You can still create intentions for positive shifting. Mm -hmm. And you can also 
send love to people so they can feel your presence. Yeah, so one of our favorite things. Yeah. And that that's a beautiful gift for you to give it to us to be able to feel your love. Why don't we just start off and ask you to send love to the people who you're able to do that with that are on this line or who are listening on BBS radio. Yes, we're able to send love to everyone. Just try to be open to it, to receive it. And I imagine that that's true for everyone who dies, that they can send love to people. Usually, they're limited to sending love to people who they've loved while they were in a body. Usually. And they can connect with those people. Is that correct? What do you say? Well, that's um, more inclined to send it to loved ones they knew while they were here, but they are not limited to them. They they can send love to anyone who wishes it and wants to receive it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you receive love, and this is by whether it's a person who has left this realm is on the other side, or a person who's in this realm that's on this side and that loves you and can send you love, every time you have that experience, you make a little shift in the universe and in yourself. And the universe becomes more cohesive, uh, I, I would say is one word to use, cohesive or um, vibrant. do that right now and feel the energy of that aliveness. And I also believe we have Bob on the line with Terry. And he is very good at sending love to people. And could we ask him to participate in this? Just a moment, please. 
Yes, he was very uh, happy, very delighted to participate. Yes. Thank you. Now, isn't this a cool thing to do, to come into a call on a Sunday and feel beings on the other side actually sending you love? Now, one of the things we've been talking about all week, and I know there's people that come on the Sunday call that don't come to our daily calls, and I should reiterate it, and that has to do with, I came across an article which somebody sent me about an indigenous group in Colombia, in South America. Indigenous, indigenous is another word for Native American, okay? Or Native. Uh, and this group was called the Koji. And they were claiming to be in communication with Mother Earth and were communicating some of her needs to our group. And some of the things that came up was that Mother Earth is a, is a consciousness similar to ours and is going through quite a bit of suffering as a result of the shift. And it was explained that it was important for those of us that are still in bodies to send loving energy to earth to help alleviate her suffering and also so she did not take healing remedies that could be destructive to the planet. And it was indicated that Earth, in order to heal herself, might have to create some earthquakes or things like that, which could create a certain amount of havoc for the planet. And our sources gave confirmation that this was accurate what we were, what the Koji were saying. And uh, we spent a few days looking at that and also working with Mother Earth 
which we're going to continue to do. And you may notice, just because we're talking about it right now, we've already started an interaction with Mother Earth that would be beneficial to all of us. So let's just send loving energy to Mother Earth in this moment. And hold that space. And let's send gratitude to Earth for helping to keep things on this planet in a high state of balance. And I would suspect and suggest that some of you are actually feeling Mother Earth right at this moment. And I do believe we had a conversation with Mother Earth through Terry Marie and Terry Marie, are you getting any words from Mother Earth right now? <clears throat> Not words. I feel her energy. Uh, she's listening. Uh, she wants to hear what you have to say. She's glad that you're so concerned.
state of unbalance might be delayed or put off if we keep doing this. Yes, there's always that possibility. If enough attention is paid to it, more people get involved. Mm -hmm. Show respect and concern. Yes, there's always a possibility of change. But as it stands at this moment, it's uh, it's not in a good state, and it's well. Let's just say that we need more people to come on board. Look at the native tribes. There are many native tribes who are concerned and and take precautions and respect and love Mother Earth, the keepers of the earth, and can learn from them. Not just the Kogis, all the Hopis and the Navajo and all all the tribes. You know, we could listen to them and hear what they have to say. And we can learn from them. There's much to be learned. The natives seem to be more tuned in. Yes. To the oneness of everything. And how we how we impact everything as a group. Yes. The ancestors have taught them well about nature and animals and every living thing on earth. They're very much aware and in tune. And I wrote a song about that some time ago. And I was amazed when I wrote this song that I could bring through the wisdom that this song projects. And I was going to play it, but I can't find it. So I'll have to sing it without. It's called Everything You Touch Becomes a Part of You. We are sailing on spaceship Earth. In our common bonds, bodies made of flesh and blood, notes in the universe's song, we all make a melody dancing patterns, points of light, rainbow messengers, colors turning into white. Everything you touch becomes a part of you. Everything you touch 
becomes a part of you. Everything you see, everything you do is part of you. We are sailing on spaceship Earth, reaching for the sun, finding the freedom of the many to the one. Like the angels in the morning and the devils in the night. We're going nowhere special at the speed of light. Everything you touch becomes a part of you. Everything you touch becomes a part of you. Everything you see, everything you do is part of you. And let's just dedicate that to Mother Earth and let her know that we know we are part of her and she is part of us. She thanks you. With every song you sing, you sing for for the one. And it just so happens, Terry Marie, has written some wonderful songs that fit in into what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I just might have her sing one mm-hmm. if she's open to that. Are you open to that? Uh, I don't know if I can sing right now. <laughs> I'm getting over this All right. stuff. All right. Well, we can ch- we can check later and see. Okay. Okay. We do know this works. We do know everything is part of everything, and that when there is an intention, that's that's shared by those of us on this group. And those of us on the other side that are part of this group, we make a difference. It becomes very powerful. 
I'm going to play, you know, when we talk about the other side, we're talking about usually the Elohim group and or the Ra group. And I'm going to play a short introduction the Elohim group gave to us. probably 13 years ago. Here we go. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. The energy as we extend into your realm and throughout the space of the listening audience making connection to those that desire it in the audience. We are making connections at this time. We are mindful and experience in the connection with the individuals on this line. The love and gentleness of the connection and the very essence of the treasure that you each are. It is a very special opportunity to connect and to make ourselves available. We are unseen companions from our realm to your realm. We put down a ribbon of connection which brings energy to an essence to our realm and are happy to greet you. Does anyone have a question? If someone has a question, you can push star. What if I ask a question? Yes. So, I was speaking from my own human experience of having these ongoing conversations and learning how it all works. And I think it's fascinating to have you you share 
when we create this group energy amongst us, and there's so many humans on Earth, could you explain how you experience that group energy? I don't think you have eyes, so how is it perceived by you? We perceive it with joy from our realm. The experience of joy and recognition of the connection fills our energy hearts, so to speak, as we do not have bodies, with joy at the connection for it has been so long without connection and the majority of Earth people have forgotten that we are there and we experience this lack of connection as sort of a hole in our life, if we can call it our life, our experience, we look at the former back connection as if children have left home and have forgotten about the individuals that are left on the higher plane and we miss a connection. It is as if we are there and ready to connect, but there is no connection. There is just an inward-lookingness and experience and an exterior person-to-person experience without touching or coming up to or experiencing our frequency. When we connect, it is a great joy and a fulfillment of our capacity to love and to connect. It is like a family that has come back together and the lost or misplaced individuals in the family have come into contact It is very fulfilling for us 
to experience contact. Thank you very much. Okay. Um. That was obviously an audio playing, but as I have learned, that when we play an audio, it's the same as if they're speaking directly. They come they come in on the on the frequencies of it and share. And some of you could feel that. That that was you know not something that was recorded and being played back, but it was an experience in the moment of communication with them. And um, we have thousands of audio tapes available on a website called thespiritchannel.net. And I can tell you that the people who Listen to those audios regularly. Come to our calls regularly. Are jump starting their own interdimensional advancement to higher realms. And there's such a thing as graduation from this realm which means you can die and you don't have to come back and reincarnate again. It's an option. And um, that most people consider that a desirable option rather than having to come back. Because if you have to come back it means you probably still have karma to work out here. And it's not always comfortable to be working out karma. And um, on that note here, I am going to, let me see here. Play another excerpt from one of our Elohim sessions. We are a group of people here, and those of you who keep listening to these calls 
are helping to hold a vision. And so, let's. We're gonna. I'm gonna stop talking. We're gonna, I'm gonna call in the light. So, are you ready, Terry? Yes. All right. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry, myself, everyone on this call, and everyone who listens to this call. And right now, we see the energy starting from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through the planets, through the outer energy fields of the earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the earth. And we invoke, for those that free willingly would choose to participate, a group energy amongst all of us present, going back to the oneness that we exist in at the same time that we exist as separate, individuated bodies on planet Earth. And we invite those sources to join with us, and we, we create a huge group energy of all of us and all of them. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. And anything not of that nature must leave now. You can take a moment, shut your eyes, and you may feel an energy. You may feel a sense of peacefulness. You may feel a connection. And those are all indications that you are tapping into the oneness. So we invite our sources to greet us through Kelly and we'll ask some questions. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. And we are delighted to be with each and every one of you. We are not only on the BBS radio or on the conscious line. We are through the ethers, and we are nonlinear, and we are connected with each and every one to the degree that the individual wishes to become connected. We can hear your questions. We can hear what you request of us. And we are here to give assistance and to bring love light into your realm so that you have a connection with home. Do you have questions? I would say everyone that's listening to this call has something that they would like to transform, both personally and planetarily something that they wished would change. And we want to discuss the operatives of how change occurs. And I have this idea that it starts out with a group of people, maybe one person, but it turns into a group who share a common vision that penetrates into other dimensions. And then it starts working on the collective. And before you know it, 
and before you know it, maybe hundreds of years. But over a certain period of time, there's not that much time now, we want to understand how this process works better so that we can all participate in creating the changes that we would like to see. So could you share anything about this process? Yes. You had mentioned earlier on the call that getting something started is harder than to take something that already has momentum and doing something with it as something that is not in the realm is created by individuals oftentimes it is not in the consensus reality it is not in the computer program so to speak and to get it into the programming of the cells of the people of the consciousness of the surroundings can be incredibly hard as individuals are in a so-called program already for them to move into a new program can come up against the old program and create much resistance. So the hardest part of getting a change to happen is at the beginning of the change. There is a thing that one can do and we send it out to you as a framework to help change occur faster. And that is time can go at different speeds depending upon your frequency. If you can raise your frequency, then time can appear to speed by, but in the actual realm, the third dimension time is slower. So if you take an hour within your realm and you operate at the speed and frequency of your realm, it is one hour. But if you move your frequency higher, you can set us as an example of a higher frequency. You can increase the amount of time within that hour 
So although your clock will go around one hour, you will be able to get much more done. Things move faster at the higher frequency, and therefore you can accomplish more in a shorter amount of time. Also, in the higher frequency, you have momentum going. It's easier to get momentum going because things are moving faster. And so when you bring that package into your realm, the sphere around you that you mold with your creative mind, you can make it into a time where you can get more done and you can be more creative. That is one way to increase what you can get done. So let me ask... Well, um, maybe you should continue, and then I'll ask questions, okay? When you bring the increased rate of time into your sphere, you can not only do it for yourself, but you can do it for your activity, for your surroundings, and therefore you can accomplish a great deal in a shorter amount of time. Go ahead and ask your question. First question is, because we have this shift that's happening and this cycle end, to my understanding, there's more energy flooding the planet. Does that mean it would be theoretically easier to do it now than it would have been 100 years ago or 500 years ago? That is correct. It is easier to do it now. If there is more energy, more momentum of particles, and therefore easier to get momentum changed and to get momentum and change going in a different direction. Well, let me ask some ways that I've heard that people can change their frequency. Because probably when we talk about changing our frequency, we also have to go above our own patterns. In other words, if we're going to like move to a higher frequency, we all have our own patterns that keep us in the lower frequency. And so uh, the questions are, how do we raise our frequency? I I could ask this as an open-ended question first, and then I'll I'll bring up some ways that I have read, heard, or even applied to myself that I've seen work and get to your viewpoints on those ways. So how do we raise our frequency as an open-ended question? You can raise your frequency. It is a feeling you can get... If you read the book 
questions and answers with the Elohim, you can get a sense of the higher frequency. If you come into the calls, you can get a sense of the higher frequency. Um, it is like being a radio dial and a radio moving with a different frequency as you change the dial. The whole matrix of the soul can move. And that is one thing that the tunnel of light that people can choose to go through after they die does. It changes the frequency of the individual to the higher frequency of heaven so they can learn to, they can actually experience and manifest a change in frequency in the tunnel of light to bring them in a harmonizing frequency with heaven and uh, even higher realms. I know on our Sunday grid healing, it's probably our longest call, and yet um, I've noticed how the time seems to go faster and faster. And it, it, I would say, from it seems to me, that more and more people on the call are holding a higher frequency, which then tends to pull someone that's new into that higher frequency. Whereas if you only have new people, everyone's sluggish, and it can take a long time, if at all, to get the energies moving. Is that an accurate way of looking at that? Yes, this is our experience also. When we first started doing the call and we would come in, we would notice this huge discrepancy between our speed and the speed of the realm, the individuals in the realm, and Terry's speed. And when we have been on the call now for a while, there has become an ability within Terry and also um, many of the people on the line to move with the frequencies and also with your preamble to bring people to the higher frequencies. And so we do not experience such a discrepancy now between yourself and Terry and our group. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has noticed, everyone on the planet notices there are certain events they participate in where time moves fast and other events where time moves slow. For example, if you go to a wonderful music concert and it has the right uplifted energy, you could spend two or three hours and it seems, where did that go? Whereas if you're sick or, or um, arguing or extremely unhappy or lonely, time moves much sl- more slowly. In those circumstances, are people actually moving into other dimensions and other frequencies, other timelines? Yes, they are. And the music, the music, strums the vibrations of the body and brings them 
to the frequencies a different frequency than they have been at, and it gets the DNA moving, and the DNA can then connect more easily with the higher realms and take someone into a faster experience of time. Mm-hmm. So let me ask some specific questions about raising frequency. Some people would say changing your diet can help raise your frequency. Um, can you comment on this? Yes, that is very true because matter can lodge in the body and this matter then has a certain immobility and a lack of clarity wherein resonances within the body cannot be carried out easily and it weights the body down which then the soul, the matrix experience as a slowing down and a weighting down. A person who has not chosen a good diet may be tired and sluggish. A person who has chosen a good diet may have lots of energy and radiate out that other people can see and resonate with. Now, I would say, if you were going to say, what's a good diet, I don't think you could say one diet fits all, because, say, some people are vegetarians, some people seem to think they need to eat meat to ground them. Are there some general guidelines for diet across the board that everyone could benefit from? Vegetables are very good that individuals, were they to have a lot of vegetables in their diet, would then have a cleaner burning system and they'd be ability to build cells that were more viable than, say, a more impure diet wherein one may be eating um, tainted food or meat that was not properly grown. Uh, soda pop that then was laced with fake sugars that were poisonous in reality 
vitamins made from petroleum products. They do not make the cell resonance that live vitamins have. There are many good books on diet and the use of vegetables in diet. I know. I notice when I eat a, a lot of vegetables that I, I'm less constipated. Things move through my system better, and it seems to me that being constipated really makes one sluggish and slows your frequency down. Yes, it makes one groggy and tired and not as connected with their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, am I correct in saying you can't really give people one-size-fits-all on diet, like in terms of saying be a vegetarian or or eat meat, or eat fish, or eat chicken? I mean, in general, is that something people have to come to terms with in their own uh, chemistry, body chemistry? Yes. Yes, they do. There are some general guidelines, like soda pop is not a good thing to drink um, in general. Um these fake sugars are not a good thing that can gradually act like a toxic substance to the body um, to keep a clean body to perhaps even spend one day um, every so often drinking uh, water or having vegetable juice, fresh vegetable juice is very good to help the body stay clean, to keep good hygiene, to take very good care of the teeth so that the teeth do not collect plaque and many diseases come about when the teeth are not taken care of or toxic materials are used to fill cavities in the teeth. Thank you. So moving on from diet, um, let's look at the idea uh, Jesus said, when two or more are gathered, I am also present. Now, obviously, he didn't mean him, his body. He, uh, his body doesn't become present, his physical body, when two or more are gathered. And I have the uh, feeling that when two or more are gathered for a higher purpose, um, a spiritual purpose, is automatically an increase in frequency. Could you explain a little how that works? When two or more are together and are radiating to each other, 
um, it makes a bigger resonance between the two that can then intake higher frequencies more easily as one radiates energy to the other, then it vibrates the cells of the other's body and matrix. And like strumming of an instrument, then it raises the whole energy to a higher frequency, assuming that the people are not in a big argument, which you could then say they really are not gathered together. They're in opposition and defiance, and there is a disconnection really between them. But when people are connected in, in harmony, it creates a radiance, and every soul needs this connection, then they can only get it from another. And when they are in greater harmony, the greater harmony that they are in, the more they can bring in the higher frequencies and the higher beings. Now, how about um, personal intimacy? How does that connect with when two or more are gathered? The same principles apply. If one is intimate with another, it depends upon their... When one is with another, it depends upon their level of feeling connected. If they are together but are possessive, if they are together but are not honoring the relationship with the other and are merely owning it or taking advantage, then it will be as a disconnection and the frequencies will not totally resonate with each other. Thank you. How about, you know, when I think one of the biggest things that many people experience is loneliness, feeling kind of empty and every day they get up and they go through their lives and they know there's something in them that can be fulfilled and it's not being fulfilled and it seems like loneliness is one of those things that can keep a person from lifting into higher frequencies. How can a person deal with loneliness? When one is lonely, then they have that program going right then. 
And so it propagates more loneliness. So if they would raise their creative level and have them walk their body out of the door, go to visit someone, go to an old folks' home, go talk to people, go to Starbucks, go and hang out where other people are, go to a dance. Even if they are in a city and they know no one, they can still go to a function and then they can begin to talk to others and start to create relationships. I know that there's this propensity when you're feeling that way that you think that no one's going to like you and you're going to be in imposition. When I've had those experiences in my life, I've always found that when I walked out the door and did something, the feeling would go away, but there was a lot of resistance to just walking out the door because now people might judge me or judge or see my loneliness and, and, and judge that. So I know the power of walking out the door, and um, that gets the energies moving. And what happens is if you get, once you get the energy moving, you go home and you don't feel so lonely. You feel connected, even though you're still in the same alone circumstance. Hello, is anybody on the line? Yes, uh, I am here, and I think uh, we got disconnected. I think you did, too. Um, okay, I'm out of the channeling mode now. This is Terry, and... Um, Wynn isn't here right now. He's somewhere else. So I don't know if he got disconnected, but he'll find out in a minute. <laughs> I don't know if, um, I, if it was VBS. He was not connected to VBS, I believe. Okay. So his phone may have... Messed up or something. Actually, he must have been connected to BBS, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he w I think he was connected to BBS. I don't know. Um, anyway, I was on both the conference line and on BBS, so I was able to uh, cut into the conference line here. You had two lines open. Yeah, I did. I had two lines. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm out of the conference, I'm out of the channeling mode right now, so I don't even hardly remember what we were talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been recorded. <laughs> yeah, we got it on the recording. <laughs> um, so I guess... Pardon? This, this is an, an interesting call tonight with uh, raising the frequencies and... Uh, it's a very interesting call, and then getting things done quicker and time moving faster. Does it ring a bell when I mention those things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that rings a bell. It starts to come back now. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, that, uh, it 
the beginning of the calls, they were so, like, the Elohim felt like our realm was so slow. And uh, now, I, I, I feel like the calls are almost shorter. They're faster and they're shorter. Yes, yes, you're talking, yes. Yes. It's 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 great to progress, yes. Well, um I I guess yeah. his battery died, I think. I I think it must have, however, he was in a car and there's a charger for his for his battery in the car, so I um he went somewhere to do the call. Pardon? Are you nearby him? No. He drove he drove somewhere to a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um it's seven oh seven right now. Pardon? It is seven oh seven. Okay, so why don't we end the call for today? Yeah. And uh everybody, uh I don't know how to unmute you to say good. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to end the call. Um, the, uh, the audio we were playing, and, and that was a, a great audio. Um, I hope you followed it and could track it, because in that audio, I definitely felt time speed up and that more was happening in less time. They were doing exactly what they were talking about and shifting the time timelines. And I think, let me see here. All participants are unmuted. Um. I thought I, I'm curious to get your guys' feedback. I unmuted everybody. And I wanted to see if you could feel the timelines shift in that call. Mm-hmm. Did you notice it? Yes. I mean, a huge amount of information they were giving in a very short amount of time. And um, it was a really good example of what they were talking about. They were because they were doing it, and it's a, it's a very unusual experience to acknowledge, to notice it, because it's an example. You're actually moving to um, a different timeline. And we don't hardly ever admit that to ourselves or recognize it. And when it happens, it usually happens um, like unconsciously. You don't realize it's happening. Right. So I was pointing it out very specifically. Usually, usually if you're enjoying yourself, um, time will speed up. 
Yeah. And I think it's the part of it in being in a higher timeline or a higher density mm -hmm. is um, your energy shifts so you're in um, a happier state. And when you're in a happy and joyous state, time can really shift very quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, noticed I always... It. I noticed it. I always say that I believe Taylor Swift can do that and does that in her shows. And she creates such an affinity with her audience that time moves faster. And they, she can do a three-hour show and people don't get bored with it, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, you know, when you imply, apply these principles to her shows, I see that it works. Um, but you have to let yourself get pulled into the vibe. Mm -hmm. Or it won't work. I think... That's part of the um, abilities of the good uh, performer, that they can somehow pull you in into a different reality and get across the feeling of joy and, you know, through their music. If you mm -hmm. like the songs then, and you have an affinity with them, then you're already halfway into that space. Yeah. Well, having been but a songwriter know, and, you know, having carefully examined all those things myself and even done them, I understand. I understand that even when you are making patter, you know, like talking in between the songs, Mm -hmm. the manipulation of time if you do it right it has to be done exactly right because if it's done from the point of view of entertaining people it may not work mm -hmm. well done, of course you're fading, Lynn. Lynn, you're getting faster. You're muffled. Lynn, we're losing you. Can't hear you. You're muffled. Can somebody use the uh, mute on mute to give him a signal? Only people that are on the console. I'm not on the console. Me neither. I'll try calling him. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. All participants are muted. All participants are unmuted. Hmm. All participants are muted and they can unmute themselves.
All participants are muted. All participants are unmuted. When? That's a shame. I know he's speaking some good stuff there. All participants are unmuted. But I can't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, I was so joyous and mellowed out that I zoned out. I'm going to have to listen to this. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Yes, you have to listen to it again. Wynn, can you hear us? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You you just spent five minutes and nobody could hear anything you were saying. You were muffled. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Can you hear me, Peter? No, not very well. He's no. gone muffled again. Can you hear me? All participants are unmuted. I hear you, Caesar. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, we hear you, Caesar. Great. Hello. Definitely not my you phone. Hear? You hear yes, me now? I can hear you now. I can hear you now, I... but you disappeared again. You were muffled I... when you, you said, I... you know can what? you hear I me? Un... I understand what the problem is, and I'm doing my best to learn how to counteract it, okay? Mm. Right. Good. Because what happens is the Bluetooth battery on my headset goes out in the middle of me talking. And when it goes out, I can't hear and you can't hear. Uh, And mm -hmm. and then I I have to plug the battery in to get it working again. And it brings my audio back. Otherwise... I'm dead to the world. Mm-hmm. Did you tell that I was trying to call you? No. No. Okay. Maybe maybe when leave leave your phone on or on a um silent where it buzzes. So if it happens again we can ring you and alert you oh. to the issue. The best way to do it. Because we we missed a whole lot of that. We missed about five minutes. We were just talking amongst ourselves. (laughs) The best way to do it is to mute me. We can't. Well, who's on the console? I can't. I'm not on the console. Whoever's on the console should mute you. You know what? If you are a moderator, you can mute me from your phone. Yes. Um, 
Oh, yes, I'm the moderator. You're right. We were doing that when we were muting and unmuting and muting and unmuting and you didn't, you couldn't hear it. Yes. Good point. I was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Cecil. (laughs) It didn't help. (laughs) Maybe you could just... How come you're not at church? Keep keep your um, charger going all the time. Yes, 100%. It needs to be on 100% power. <laughs> I usually do that, and sometimes that doesn't work even. But I'm getting better at it. Okay. You're turning into Terry. You've got Terryitis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish I could remember what, what, what I was saying because I was really... On a good roll. Yeah, the last thing we heard was how you understood how uh, um, the time changed, you know, during Mm -hmm. the um, you were a a songwriter, and after that, Mm -hmm. you you said. Yes, you were talking about Taylor Swift and saying you were saying that how, as a musician yourself, you understood. Mm -hmm. Um, from the perspective of being a musician and needing to um, create the energy that people respond to where they feel like um, time Mm -hmm. is passing quickly. Mm -hmm. And I was saying to you that joy, that you can, you know, you can have joy. um, If you experience joy, then you're... Time passes very quickly. Mm-hmm. I heard you say that. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things I realized is that some of my songs are at a higher vibrational rate than other songs. And if I try to sing it and I can't get into the vibrational rate of the song, it doesn't go over. I can't communicate it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say that comedians have that ability. Because, you know, if you listen to a, a comedian that you enjoy and they make you laugh, then that raises your frequency. Mm-hmm. And you can move out of whatever um, energy you were in previously into an energy of joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. So I think there's many ways of that one can raise their frequency. So you can do it through spiritual um, energy and being part of a spiritual group where you really resonate. Mm-hmm. Or you could do it by listening to your favorite um, spiritual guru. Or you can do it through comedy. Or you can do it through um, little acts of kindness, like um, Mm -hmm. doing something like letting somebody out of a road junction or Mm -hmm. just even smiling at somebody or having a conversation with someone in the supermarket. I think laughing is the height of joy when you're laughing. That's the best. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> if you ever do sales, okay, 
I have found that when you raise your frequency and you're doing sales, you get to the point where no one wants to say no to you. Mm -hmm. And you start just selling, selling, selling. It's an amazing experience Mm -hmm. because normally making money is a really challenging thing. And it's hard to ask for money. If you're selling something, there's a resistance to asking for money. And if you raise your frequency high enough, it becomes very easy to ask for money. And it becomes not easy for a person to say no. They'll say, yes, I want that, you know? That's why when you're selling something, you got to really believe in what you're selling. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. If you believe in it, if you believe in it, yeah. and if you can get that across um, of how good it is, how unique it is, how much of a benefit it is, um, mm-hmm. how much it can improve someone's life. Yeah, I then, saw all kinds. Then you can, then you can um, increase your sales and make it more attractive to people. But I think the key, mm-hmm. you're right, Raiden, the key thing is to believe in it. If you believe in it and you identify with the thing you're selling and the things you're saying, because what you're saying is truthful, because it might be from your own experience, then that is, that is definitely the yeah. best yeah, way take to it, take it. Where are you from? Where do you live at? Sedona. Oh, I could see that. You look like a Sedonian. <laughs> that's, that's my waitress. Oh, me? Hi there. You're a nurse. You're on, you're on radio, live, with millions of people listening to you across the world. <laughs> Wait. And she's gone. <laughs> yeah, I work my way through mm-hmm. college. I'm packing. I'm most welcome. Hmm. Edward? Yes, that's me. Yeah, I was going to say that's not Raiden. Yeah, I sold all kinds of things. I, I was yeah. really successful doing that. But like I said, I had mm-hmm. to really believe in what I was telling. Yes. Yes. Well, you have to forget your selling. Because if you're conscious of yourself selling, you slow the energy down. Yeah. I got, I got really fired up. And the other person feels it. If you forget that you're selling, you then become engaging. Yeah. And when you're engaging, yeah. Well, it's hard to find the right words to explain it. Mm-hmm. It's like you get into a zone. And when you're in because, the zone, because... everybody gets in it with you. 
and nobody can say no. Would you like to say your name in your city? Teacher, we have to do our healing list. You know that? Yes, we do. Yes. Are there a lot of people on it? Um, I believe it's a similar number to last week. Let's have a look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Six I mean, one way, one way to increase your frequency on these calls is to get on the healing list. And put somebody else on the healing list. Because that automatically raises the frequency. Yes. And changes the timelines. So I'm just curious, is Stacy on the line? Hello, Stacy. Do star six, Stacy, if you're there. Hey, Wynn. Huh? We love you, and uh, we're sending you empathy and get better, man. Okay. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm not experiencing myself as not being better. Yeah, I, I know. I understand. I shouldn't have said get better, you know, because mm. you are better. This place has very unusual ways of deciding that you're not well. Like, if they see you coming down the hallway and you don't look like you're walking really straight, they think you're not capable of walking, and they won't let you out of here until they see you walking really well. Well, walk straight, but... Well. <laughs> yeah, straighten up. <laughs> straighten up, that's all right. Yeah. I usually do. I usually do. But... I think you're enjoying it in there, Wim. That's what it is. You don't really well, want to leave. <laughs> get, get. The food is too good. <laughs> the service. The food is the food. The food is okay, and the nurses are cute. <laughs> you what more could you want? There you go. <laughs> That's right. And you don't have to do any cleaning. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't have to cook your own meals either. You're weighted on hand and foot. <laughs> Even do your laundry. <laughs> and they make your bed. Yep. Line <laughs> <Fire> me up. <laughs> but no. I think they're going to release me on Wednesday. Oh, no. <laughs> You're probably not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they have a, me a meeting of people who decide, is he, is he well enough to go out into the world on his own? <laughs> Limp a bit more, Wynn. <laughs> and then they have the physical therapy people at the meeting, and then the occupational therapy, 
and the doctors, <laughs> and God knows who else. And if they don't get a yes in general, they will hesitate in releasing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, CJ, I'm going to turn it over to you to do the healing list. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> I call in the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list, a subject of the healing list, listening to this call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. John from Las Vegas. Please put the continued improvement of the U.S. economy, the strengthening of the U.S. dollar, and the improvement of the world economy all into the love light so that many more people can be financially prosperous. I ask for all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Let's give 10 seconds of prayer and intention to John's request for the perfect, prosperous U.S. economy, starting now. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Please put Lauren Zania from Forks, Washington, Wynne from Sedona, Gloria Fernandez from Las Vegas, Jack Smith from Kingman, Arizona, and Kathleen Welsh from Albuquerque, New Mexico all into the love light for them to have perfect health. I ask that all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. Ten seconds for Lauren's perfect health. Starting now. No, Brandon. Oh, yeah, he's right. He came over. He came over. He should bring him over. He was going to call him drunk, but I told him it's not allowed. No, he was over there. Oh, it's Dominic. Yeah. Sign of faith. Thank you. Yeah, he was over Ten there. seconds of prayer really, and intention. Thank you. Ten seconds for Gloria's perfect health starting now.
Thank you. Ten seconds for Jack's perfect health starting now. Thank you. Ten seconds for Kathleen's perfect health, starting now. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Thank you for the sovereign rights endowed upon the human race. I ask that people are allowed unrestricted access to travel anywhere in the world. I also ask that people are allowed to use virtual private networks to access their website on their computers. 10 seconds for John's request. Starting now. Thank you. I'd like to take this opportunity just to say goodbye to everybody on BBS Radio. Thank you for listening and we hope to see you or hear you again next week. John from Las Vegas. Please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption and for them to become legal tender. Thank you for this perfect and fair monetary system that honours privacy and is free from capital gains tax. Please help decentralise cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask that all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. Ten seconds. For John's crypto request starting now. Thank you. Sija from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms. With gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness, 
bringing peaceful resolution, clearing and healing of the highest order over the earth. Thank you for the gentle release of built-up energies from inside Mother Earth to unpopulated places. Thank you for the people who have service to others, taking positions of power and influence. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now and for your divine wisdom that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honouring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned in all timelines, densities and dimensions, now and forever. And so it is. Thank you. Ten seconds for Siege's request, starting now. <laughs> 